0: This is Robin McGregor from My Bright Side, and you'll listen to the On the Bright Side podcast, the podcast that covers lead and demand generation for business to business professionals who want to grow their business. Today, we've got James Marriott, and we're going to talk about podcasts. James is a leader in podcast strategy and a producer whom I've been personally following for a while now. An excellent guy, whom I'm sure you'll find super interesting. Hi, James.
1: Hi, Robbie. Thank you for having me on. That was quite an intro. Uh, I don't know if I can quite live up to it, but um, I'll do my best.
0: I'm sure you will, sir. I'm sure you will. So um, tell us about yourself.
1: Uh, So, yeah, so I I run uh, my own business called Sound Media, um, where I uh, work with businesses and brands who want to get started in Podcasting, uh, but you know they, they don't want to be rubbish. That's kind of how I sum it up. So they really want to make an impact. They really want to engage with the audience that they're aiming to talk to, um, but they don't really know kind of how to get started. They don't want to make the mistakes that a lot of podcasters make. I come from a, a radio and broadcasting background. I've worked in in radio for nearly twenty years before um, starting my own business. Um, and so, you know, sitting in front of microphones, talking to people is what I've done for pretty much my whole my whole life. So, you know, this gives me an opportunity to to put that experience to some good use and, and help some people to uh, make an impact in in podcasting. I love it.
0: I love it. It's um, it's quite a niche, isn't it? Really, if you think about it, If you step back, everybody talks about podcasts. But it's very rare you find somebody who's an expert in it and doing it.
1: Um, so that, yeah, that's a, that's such an interesting point, you know, because, you know, I I go to a lot of networking meetings and particularly through kind of COVID did a lot of online networking and, you know, always finding new groups to go to. And there'd always be someone there that's like a social media strategist or someone there that's a marketing consultant. Um, and often there'll be someone there that's a video producer. I've never yet found another me. Which is strange because it's not that, you know, podcasting isn't like minuscule in comparison to stuff like video. It, it, granted it is smaller, um, but but not by not by that much. Um but but there aren't many people who specialise in in audio. That's brilliant for me. You know, I'm not. I'm certainly not complaining about about that. But it is strange that you know there are so many people that do other forms of kind of digital content, digital marketing. But actually, you know, there are there aren't many people who have a genuine specialism in in podcasting.
0: Yeah. So my um, my learnings of podcasting so far from yourself really is that it's it's more technical than people care to care to think about, really. They think you can just jump on a, on a Zoom call or, or jump in with a microphone and just get going. There's a lot to it, isn't there? Particularly if you're trying to do a proper strategy around, well, for example, for this podcast, Business to Business, you know, yeah. that takes some real thought and some real um, planning.
1: I think I mean there's, a, there's there's kind of a huge contradiction in in all of this because what you say is absolutely correct, right? It is it is actually you know uh, uh, people think it's going to be really easy to start a podcast and actually it kind of is, but it's really easy to start a bad podcast. It's really easy to to, to just jump in without having thought about what do you want out of it, who's the audience that you're trying to reach. What are they looking for in the content that they're going to consume? What else is already out there? Who's already serving that, that audience? Where can you fit into it? All those questions that, that, that mean that, you know, there is a heck of a lot of thought that needs to go into the plan for a podcast before you ever really think about picking up a microphone or pressing a record button, if you want to have an impact with it. You know, I talk a lot about um, podcasting being, you know, if you imagine podcasting is like a jar, Um, and the bottom bit of the jar is the really bad podcast and the top bit of the jar is the really good podcast and then there's a huge bit in the middle which I just call the noise and it's really easy to just do a podcast that just joins that noise where you're almost shouting into a little bit of a void you want to be in that bit at the top which is that really good podcast that genuinely super serve the audience that they're trying to reach and that does take thought now I said there's a contradiction involved in this because actually when you strip all that back It is just talking. It's just people having a conversation. It's just communicating. It's doing what we've been doing for decades, centuries, probably millennia, Um, you know, communicating to each other with our voices. Even before we discovered language, you know, people were grunting at each other and, and, you know, (laughs) using our voices to communicate. It's the oldest form of communication long before writing stuff, long before computers, videos, books, all that kind of stuff came along. We were using our voices to communicate. Podcasting is really just essentially a a modern way of, of doing that. So it is in its simplest form, it's just talking to people, but actually all the work that goes around making sure that you're talking to the right people and having the right conversations is the difference between joining the noise and being a great podcast.
0: It's really interesting so i've I've noticed that as well is is you know we we sit in a world where we're on zoom zoom calls and team calls i don't know five six a day if not more in essence, the format of this and recording a podcast is very similar in the sense that once you get over the formalities it is a it is a conversation essentially if it's a conversational podcast. however, the approach to it because you know it's going on tape because you know it's something that um, is going to be used as a, as a brand awareness exercise and, and other areas. which I'm sure we'll touch on in a bit. Sometimes the approach from people is a little bit different, and you've got to try and break down those barriers. Um, I've noticed that myself personally, jumping on uh, on recordings like this with yourself, it's you have to kind of um, uh, loosen up, I guess, uh, in a way, and, and, and kind of get personality across rather than just fact. Here is here is us. Here is brand. You know, you must yeah. you must see all sorts of different approaches. Bad, good indifferent
1: yeah uh, and uh i mean this this kind of takes me all the way back to kind of my previous life in in um Radio, because actually, you know, sitting in front of a microphone and talking to people is not that natural a thing for us to do. It's a bit more natural now because we went through that kind of two years where we kind of had to do it, sitting in front of a screen. Whether or not people have got a microphone or they're using a headset or using their, you know, laptop mic or the mic on their webcam or, or, or whatever. Um, but actually, we kind of all got a little bit more used to it. But I've been doing it for for, for twenty years, so it's it's really kind of normal to me but but you know kind of working in in, in radio and and the last um, probably 10 years or so of my radio career was working in management. So you know coaching um, training presenters, listening back to their shows and and, and giving them tips and advice and I, I realized that you know again there's a contradiction when it comes to to this kind of you know broadcasting, Podcasting, whatever you call it, sitting in front of a microphone and talking to people, because there's an element of performance. You you can't just turn up and just go like, "Ah, oh, all right then, how are you doing today? What's going on?" Like it's it isn't just having a chat like it is with your mate. There's a performance element, but you need to make it sound a little bit like you're just having a chat with your mate. You know, some of the best radio broadcasters, some of the best podcasts that you listen to. Feel like you're just listening to one of your mates sat in the pub chatting to you. Mm. You know, they sound really natural, but the work that goes into allowing that to happen is is extensive. You know, it's, it, it, it that, that's part of the performance. So yeah, there's 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 all this work that goes into trying to make it sound like you've not put any work into it, which is a a, a crazy kind of situation. But you know, that's what we've. Um, that's what we've got. And, and and you know, I kind of use the example, I'm not gonna name any names here, but but some of the best national radio presenters who I've kind of had, you know, experience of seeing how they work um you know one one particularly who i'll just say is a is a you know a well-known comedian who does a, a radio show on a national radio brand um who does a radio show that sounds like he's literally walked through the door five minutes before and he's sat with a couple of mates and they're just chatting about what's happened during the week but yeah. the work that goes into preparing that and and how they decide the things that they're going to talk about there's hours and hours and hours of work that goes into what is essentially a three-hour radio show probably four or five times more time goes into the the preparation for it to allow it to sound like something that's just really 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 natural and so it's a mistake for people to think oh i want to do a podcast that just sounds really chatty so i'll just turn up you know you you will probably end up sounding like a bit of a plonker if you if you do that you you have to put the work in that allows you to sound quite natural to sound quite relaxed um and and you know a really simple example of this and i'm sorry if i'm ranting a little bit now Robbie, but you've lit the touch paper so i'm off it's okay james um, i'm, I'm uh, kind of is, scared that uh, i've
0: just turned up i'm kind of scared i've just turned up uh, unprepared <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get a uh, minus points, well here's, for here's this is good
1: well here, here's a a really kind of simple way of illustrating that which which any podcast podcaster can 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 kind of you know listen to this and think all right am, am i doing that or am i not preparing questions. So people think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to chat to so-and-so. I, I, I know a bit about this subject area. I'll just ask the first question and then see where the conversation goes. And that's fine. I understand why people would do that. You want it to be a natural conversation. You don't turn up to the pub with your friend with a list of questions you're going to ask them about what they've been doing this week and a list of the... Actually, my dad does do that. Um, but, you know, a <laughs> list of stuff that's that's been in the news this week to get their opinions on you know you don't prepare for a a chat with a with a friend but the flip side of it is you know if you if you turn up to your podcast interview with a set of 10 questions that you've prepared and you ask the first one and it might be then that the conversation goes off on a tangent and you don't ask any of the other nine questions Right. But at any given point, if you need to, you've got them in front of you and you can go back to those questions and ask the next one. And the reason that's so important is because it allows you as as the podcast host to listen to what your guest is saying. You're not fretting about, oh, what am I going to ask next? You know that you've got something there. You've got your backup list of, of questions. So you can really listen to what they say. So there might be just the tiniest thing that they mention. That, that you pick up on and think, oh, I've got to go back to that. So you 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 might, I mean, you would do, but you might want to come back to me and go, so tell me about what your dad does then when you meet for a, a, a drink, you know, because that was just a throwaway line. But because mm-hmm. you're able to, to listen to what I'm saying, you can pick up on that stuff. If all the time you're a bit worried about, oh, I don't know what I'm going to ask next, you're not going to be listening to what your guest's saying. You're likely to miss those little nuggets. So you're actually less likely to have a conversation that can go off on tangents about other little things if you've not got questions prepared sounds weird kind of saying that but but that's the reality of it so yeah 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 kind of uh, there's no saying is there about um failure to prepare is preparing to fail or something along those lines really really true when it comes to podcast because you know, you will find that putting the right work in beforehand means that you get a better and more natural sounding product at the end of it
0: i mean that that's there's there's two things that have come out of, of what you're saying there in my mind which um the first one is if, if you if you stand back and think about that everybody prepares for a business meeting or they should Right. You at least take the time to research who you're about to speak to, particularly when it's in the generation and new business. You'll make sure you've got a feel for what they do. You try and understand their pain points before you get into the call. And you will. You won't write a script, of course, but you write some bullet points that, you know, I I want to make sure I cover these or um, I want to make sure I've got these up my sleeve to show I properly researched the person and I actually care about chatting to them. Now, as you said before, you might only cover two of your 10 points, but it gives you a bit of a structure and a bit of a a natural flow in the conversation. Now, that's all good. And and I think anybody who's a a good business development person, and I include people that don't think they're business development people, James, I think it'd be fair to say you wouldn't count yourself as a business development person, but I would definitely reference you as somebody's excellent at generating business because of your approach and you're very natural about it but um, that's all about preparation and being in control of, of what you're going to say and being personable. Now the second thing that spins off of that and I think this is, is hopefully very relevant to podcasting is that then resonates with how people begin to trust you and how they begin to see you and hear you and relate to you which of course is, is, is wrapped up in or trust people buy from people, right? At the end of the day, and obviously, what makes people is brand, or what makes a brand as people, should I say? And kind of this, this, they get to learn the voice, and they get to learn that okay, this person sounds like they know what they're talking about, or they sound like I can resonate with them, and they understand me a little bit. So, you know, in if I take my personal experience, podcast is my introduction was in the car, for example, driving to and mm-hmm. from the office. You know, it was a perfect. 30 minutes to start listening to podcasts on the move and then all of a sudden you start finding your favorite podcast that you're getting value from those voices that you're listening to start to become almost comforting in a way and ultimately what you're doing is you're aligning with you're aligning with the brand be that the person and the person's brand or the business's brand that, that they're representing i think it's um i think it's super important that the preparation and understanding the voice you're going to go in with, and the uh, um, and by voice I don't mean the tone of voice, I mean the you know the messaging and the you know the representation of what you're t- you're talking about um, is super key. Yeah. But you've got to make sure that that's resonating with the people that are in the room with you, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much in what you said there that's absolutely bang on. You're right in terms of, you know, chances are anyone that's listening to this podcast, right, whatever your job title is, whatever your role is, you are probably in business development in 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 some way, right? I don't necessarily consider myself someone who is, you know, uh, in 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 business development but i am i don't consider myself someone that's a salesman but i am you know and and we're all you know, I, I i can i i will say with a degree of certainty that i think anyone that listens to this podcast whatever you do in some way or another you're in sales because we're all in sales whatever we're doing if you're gonna date you are selling yourself right you know we we are selling something in some way all the time so you know it doesn't doesn't matter what you do you you are you are selling. When we're on Zoom calls with people, we're, we're selling. Sometimes I mean actually a Zoom call is not necessarily the best example because it could be that you are literally already you know the person that you're chatting to is already primed to be sold to or vice versa because that's how you end up on the call. But if you think about going you know doing doing networking in in whatever way whether it's online networking whether it's going to um, a business social or um, going to you know people that do BNI or go to whatever different group right you you are you are selling right you you are not directly selling your product you are selling yourself because you want people to like you you want people to engage with you and you know by by doing those things by getting by getting known by getting noticed by going to these by by by, by whatever it is that you you do by talking to people by engaging with them ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to get them to trust you because once someone trusts you then that that's kind of you know the work's almost done even if they're not ready to buy whatever you sell whatever your product is whatever your service is whatever you do then there may well be a point in the future that that they are ready to but even if not, it doesn't matter because they might be having a conversation two weeks later with someone completely different in a different setting who says, Oh, I'm looking to do such and such, and they go, Right, I know exactly the person that you need to speak to. Right. If you if, if that person is sold on you, then whether or not they buy your 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 whatever you do is, is irrelevant because in some way or another you will get something from that person being sold on you. And and podcasting is very, very similar to, to that, right? So whatever whatever podcasts you, you listen to and, and, and you know, this this is to you, Robbie, and to anyone that's that's listening, right? Whatever podcast you you listen to, if there's a podcast that you listen to regularly, right, you are sold on that podcast you might not have realized it yet um, and it could be as direct as that podcast is sponsored by a certain brand and that podcast host talks about how great that brand is at the beginning of the podcast um, and because of that you are more likely in the future if you're going to buy let's say that you know sponsored by a bed company at some point in the future you're going to buy a bed you will probably lean towards that company because they're associated with that person that you that you trust okay or it could just be that you know they they're, they're um, uh, representing their business on the podcast that they're hosting and at some point you may come across that business or be needing their services you're you're already sold on them right that's that mm-hmm. that, that magic's already happened um, and and that's what that's what comes from all this and it and it takes us back to that point at the beginning which is that it's just talking to each other it's what we've been doing for such a long time and if you can get people to like you if you can get people to engage with you and you can get people ultimately to trust you then you're in an amazing position you know that is that's an absolutely magical place to be
0: i completely agree i think i mean it's, it's interesting isn't it because we've seen we've seen podcasts use extensively in the last decade in the business to consumer world you know they're sponsored by put in a brand here we you know and you tend to see all the brands pop up on similar podcasts and, and you can see the strategy there and um and it works right it absolutely works i can give you countless examples of brands that i've bought into because two or three of my podcast uh, podcasters that i listen to have mentioned it right i completely get it so i'm guessing what everybody would want to know on this podcast is how does that work in a business to business landscape not just kind of um our, building our brand awareness um of you know of the the brand you're representing on the podcast but how does that how does that translate through into um you know ultimately building a customer base from it i'm I'm aware that's a big question james but um you know how how does it work in a b2b space If, if you were to go right here is my top tips for b2b podcasters what would you be guiding them on
1: yeah you you're right that it, it, there isn't a really simple answer to um that because no two businesses are the same no two business landscapes are the same no two business spaces are the are the same so there isn't a you know here's the solution out of the box this is how you can make podcasting work for you um I, i'm going to drop in those key phrases that i've said a few times which is you know podcasting is brilliant for getting known it's brilliant for growing engagement and ultimately it's brilliant for building trust right and i think they probably do apply to to anyone whatever you know industry whatever business space you're in they're things that people probably want to do more of podcasting's brilliant for doing that if you think about having a zoom chat with someone they're, they're things that you 'd like to achieve over the course of that ha- half hour conversation, but on Zoom, you can only do it with one person on a podcast you can do it with multiple people i mean really uh, it's it 's unlimited podcasting is international you could basically do that with the entire world now that 's ridiculous because of course the entire world is not going to listen to your to your podcast but they 're the kind of things that 's brilliant for so if you think about things like thought leadership, if you think about um Things like uh, giving people knowledge, giving people nuggets of information, stuff that they can take away and actually put into action, make a difference to how people are going about their everyday life. You know the way that they're approaching business. You know, I'm sure on future episodes of this, you'll have some amazing nuggets of information that I'll listen to and I'll take away and uh, put into action to try and you know increase my own sales, to try and push my own business forward so you know stuff stuff like that's really 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 key Um the, the 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 important thing to remember here is that one size does not fit all and what I mean by that is that what what you really need when you're approaching podcasting for your business is absolute clarity on what you want out of it so what your aim is um, and that probably sounds a little bit daft because you you, you'd on the surface you would say well my aim is to to get listeners but but that that's that's too basic so you've really got to align this with well hang on what's your aim in your business where are you working towards what are you trying to achieve and then think well actually how can podcasting feed into that so um if what you're looking to do is um I don't know something very specific here. So let's say there's three really big brands that you're looking to to work with, right? And at the moment, they don't even know you exist, and and there's no point you kind of you know, befriending you know some of the some of the execs on LinkedIn and sending them messages they're not gonna They're not gonna reply. So you think, all right, well, maybe the strategy for my podcast is to make it a, a show where I go in with really high level subject areas and I invite on really key people from these businesses. The, you know, these big brands that I ultimately want to to like me and trust me, so that then when I go to them and say, actually could we have a chat about such and such? I've got an idea that I want to run past you. They're really warmed to that because you've already had, you've done a podcast interview with them. You know, that could be the strategy for someone's podcast. That's that's way more specific. In actual fact, who's listening in that situation doesn't really matter. You know, you'd still strategize that. People will still find it interesting. But it doesn't, you know, whether a million people listen to it or a hundred people listen to it, is, it probably doesn't make a huge amount of difference. It's about who you invite on as the as the guests. So I'll that's an I... example of, of where strategy comes in. Comes into it and and being very specific about how podcasting can help what you want your business to achieve
0: absolutely i mean that's a i think that's a bit of a business development ninja technique there james i I love that that's um it's an amazing way to build relationships and and um you know, a bit of trust, and, and everybody likes the compliment as well. Will we, we, you know? we you come on my podcast now? Um, I think the, um, the, the one of the things I was going to ask you about, actually, because I have prepared, James. Would you believe it?
1: Is <laughs> um,
0: you know, is it is it all about the number of subscribers, or is it more than that? Which I think you you you've you've, you've, you've already answered in that question. But um, I'm guessing, you know is there is there more and more because everybody's hearing you know there's a lot of chatter in the in the in the world now that oh everybody's doing a podcast which i believe isn't correct right it might feel like everybody's doing it or everybody's talking about doing one but actually executing on doing a podcast and doing it well is is another thing right um i've learned that from yourself you know it's 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 the build-up, the preparation, the strategy—all the things you spoke about earlier—is not easy at all, and you have to get a specialist like yourself involved to get you running and to keep keep the ship in the right direction. Now, if you were approaching execs and doing that sort of thing, I imagine there's a way to do it because you just don't want to—you know—they probably get invited to come onto people's podcasts quite a bit. I imagine that happens. Um, and the interesting thing for me around that part as well is. Our approach to, to On the Bright Side is exactly that. It's about adding value to a select few listeners. If we've only got 20 listeners yeah, or 20 subscribers, we are completely cool with that as long as it's 20 people that are getting value from what we do and could potentially engage with us in the future. And we're really clear on that strategy. But it's it's one of those about um, how do you make sure you're getting the right guests first and foremost and then how do you make sure it's going into the right um in front of the right people to listen to
1: yeah okay great great question and and, and, and you know I, I love the way that you talk about how you're approaching your podcast because i genuinely believe that's the right way of doing things now so maybe you know 10 years ago in podcasting you could start a podcast and just go for this kind of brute force get as many listeners as possible approach and end up with a lot of listeners and feel very proud about that perhaps rightly so but ultimately you know that's that's vanity that's all that is you know collecting a big audience of of people it's like if someone says oh i've got 20,000 connections on linkedin uh you think well that's brilliant what what are you doing with them you know how how is that how is that helping you then? Um I draw a lot of comparisons between podcasting and linkedin, and i'll I'll probably expand a little bit or more on on that as i as I go through this answer um we're We're in a situation now with with podcasting where I think that quality over quantity when it comes to listeners is the right approach right it it is about getting listeners through the door of course it is but it's about getting the right listeners it's about engaging with the right people so you know if if you get two thousand people listening to every episode but you're getting absolutely nothing back from it um is that better or worse than getting 20 people that listen to your podcast and half of those are getting in touch with you because they're interested in chatting about what you do because you know you've engaged with them they've built trust with you already and they want they they want to find out more about the services that that you offer you know which which scenario do you do you want someone that's doing a passion project podcast that's just for fun chances are for them it's just going to be about as many listeners as possible and that's fine but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about business podcasting here we're talking about podcasting for your brand so having a smaller audience who are more engaged who come back episode after episode, who are building trust with you all the time, um, who are interested in the conversations that you're having. They're interested in the topics that you're covering, right? They're they're surely, like, at some point, going to find themselves at a crossroads where they think, do I now need to talk to you about the services that you offer? Not all of them, but, you know, some of them. If, if they're finding the subjects that you're talking about relevant and interesting, you're talking about business development, you're talking about lead generation, you know, you you run a business that, that helps people with lead generation. I don't think it's ridiculous to think that, you know, a, a certain number of those listeners at some point may well be primed if you get your messaging right within your podcast episode, that they will come to you and go, actually, I'm ready to have a conversation. Now about what you what you do, I really appreciate the value that you've given me. I um, really like the the way that you approach the content that you produce, and I'd like to find out more about how you might be able to help me. I think that's a, a, an entirely believable situation, and the same can be applied for for so many podcasts. Right, it's about reaching and engaging with the right people, and that might be quite a small audience, but if if you're getting something out of it, if some of those people, uh, are, you know, creeping closer and closer, to coming into your business ecosystem, then you know, or, or, or funnel, um, then you, you're you're doing something right. If you just get a massive audience of people that listen to your content but never really go anywhere, never really do anything, not really that bothered about who you are and what you do, then um, I, I I think that just comes down to something that is a vanity project. So that's my, that's my thought is, is a a smaller, but more engaged audience is is better because you can achieve that. You know, it's, 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 you know, if if you set out with a target of a million listeners, you're going to really struggle to get there. But if you set out of, 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 um, you want over the course of 12 months, maybe to get, you know, 10 good leads that come to you as a result of your podcast that, you know, maybe half of those convert into new customers. I think that's that's achievable and, and 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 you know that that that's a good return on 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 the investment that you've uh, that you've put into podcasting. Um, I think hidden in there there was kind of a bit of an answer about well you know how do you make sure you get the right guests? Well, it all kinds of links together, doesn't it? Which is you know how how do you make sure that you're engaging the right people? Well, you talk about the subjects that they're gonna care about? You talk about the subjects that they're interested in. Well, who are the right people out there that can come on and add value talking about those subjects? And that's just you know it's mind mapping. It's just sitting down and thinking. I, I tend to say to people, think about it as, as blocks of six at a time. So think about six episodes so it feels manageable. It doesn't feel overwhelming. If you try and plan 12 months of podcasts, it, it's just too much. But if you think about, right, think about six people that, that are achievable, that you could approach. Um, you're going to be asking them to talk about a subject that they're a real expert on. Um, why would they say, no, it doesn't matter how high up they are in a in a business. If you come to them, uh, and they probably do get approached to go on podcasts all the time, but you'll say, look, I want you to talk about this very specific thing because you are the absolute expert in this and there's no one else that i want to come on my podcast and talk about it i think there's a really good chance that they're going to go brilliant yeah that really is what i'm all about yeah i want to come on and and and, and talk about it um and you know if you're if you're doing that and you are strategizing each individual episode so that it's on a subject that's going to engage the right people, it's with someone that can genuinely add value to, to that, then that whole kind of cycle about how this whole thing works kind of all falls into place and it all makes sense in my mind it's easy sitting here saying this stuff it's a bit more difficult when you sit down to do it practically which is why a lot of people you know want my my help and my input to help pull all that stuff to together because there's still quite a lot of spinning plates going on there but if you get it right you, you get something that's really really good and it's really healthy um and this this lovely i kind of call it like it's a really sort of healthy circle that you get because you've got you're you're producing content that you enjoy producing. You're chatting to guests who you enjoy chatting to. You've got listeners that enjoy listening to your to your content. There's 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 no one that's that's losing out. It's a it's a really kind of good scenario. Excellent,
0: yeah, I completely agree with everything you said there, James. It's um, I mean, we we talk about it at Brightside with our clients. Um, we've got lots of sexy tools and lots of great ways of getting attention and lots of different methods of um creating leads and creating demand. But ultimately, um, none of those tools work unless you truly understand your ideal customer profile and you truly understand who you're talking to, where they operate, you know, uh, the, what we call the firmographics. So, you know, there's the a sort of companies that those people sit within as well, you know, and actually use that um use that profile intelligently as well. So, you know, simple things like, are they hiring at the moment? Does that mean they'd be more relevant to, um, you know, if they're hiring a sales team at the moment, they might be more relevant to needing support on their lead generation, for example. We have other clients that, um, you know, they, they offer technical solutions. Um, therefore, it's appropriate to um, put stuff in front of companies that are hiring engineers or data engineers and things like that. Yeah, so it's about um, a really defining who you're talking to or who you're targeting and it sounds so simple right and it's almost business 101 but nobody really does it properly yeah and it's really quite hard so to, get, to get the data properly you know you've got to you've got to yeah. um you know you, you, you can kid yourself that you're doing it properly <laughs> it's very easy to kid yourself if you're doing it properly with all of the tools that you can google um but actually what you need is is um I mean if if you if you take our example we use three different tools before we've even qualified the data set okay and they're different tools just to sense check everything can make sure it's live um and in there there are hundreds and hundreds of filters that are possible to do right so i'm writing in code and all of that sort of stuff now i don't want to go down a technical technical um uh, rabbit hole there but ultimately it's much better for any campaign, and, and I believe that on podcasts as well, and I'm speaking to you on this, is you're better off spending four hours in really, really defining that ideal customer profile before you do anything. Don't treat it as a, oh, I know who it is. Let's spend it for 10 minutes and away we go. You're better off really defining that first to make sure then all of the efforts that you go to get put in front of the right people, which is a is a real art form. It's a real art form. And it's something, I think, um, in all um, lead generation demand generation and any exercise on brands like podcasting that people do tend to neglect um, or kind of skirt yeah, over yeah absolutely is-
1: and so much of this applies to like so many different elements of life doesn't it because this is this is kind of a yeah this is a technique we were doing in radio years ago in terms of yeah, when you're on you're on the radio, you you sat in a box talking to yourself effectively. But you're not, you know, you talk you're talking to a person, you're trying to engage with a, a person. So we'd yeah, you know, we we we'd um as as radio really started to kind of niche down and understand what part of you know, the the world out there it was trying to engage with. So if you think about um, a station like Capital, you know, that really understands its audience really, really well. Similarly, you know, brands like Heart and Smooth, you know, they really understand who they're trying to talk to. Um, You know, building a listener avatar, So, you know, literally giving them a name and um, a family. So you'd have, you know, Wendy and Wendy's mid thirties and she's got a young family. Um, She works a part-time job. Um, She's really, really interested in health and education because she's got young kids, but she also really likes keeping up with the celebrity gossip because she doesn't get much chance to, you know, read the papers and scour the social media feeds now because she's changing nappies all the time. All that kind of stuff. So you build this kind of image of your ideal listener. Not every, of not all your listeners are going to call Wendy in their mid thirties, but if you can talk to Wendy, then you're probably going to do a good job of communicating with those people who are similar to Wendy as well. So you know, when you're sat in front of the microphone, picture Wendy there. Yeah, you know, she's sat opposite. You forget the microphones there; you're just talking to Wendy. You know, and that and that's such an old technique. And the same absolutely applies in um, podcasting as it as it does in in um, you know everything that you were talking about there. And and you can break this down on an episode by episode basis as well. You know, it could be that you're doing an episode, you talked about recruitment there. So, you know, it could be that you're doing an episode whereby you, you really niche down Exactly who you're aiming that episode at, and you could build a little profile for them. You could build a little avatar for who it is. And then when you record that episode, you can imagine that they're sat there, they're, they're listening to that episode. So you can communicate, you can engage directly with that person. It could be called, it could be, it could be Ian, it could be Sarah, it could be Jill. It doesn't matter. You know, if you, if, if, if that helps. You know, this is a, an age-old technique, but if it helps you to. Break down those barriers of, you know, forget that it's a podcast, forget that you're recording it and and just get back to that point of just having a conversation that's engaging with someone, you know, episode, you could break down who it is that you're trying to reach who you're trying to engage with that episode some will 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 cross over and there'll be some people that find all your episodes interesting and that's brilliant but each individual episode is probably going to appeal to a slightly different part of that of that niche so figure out who they are you know really really focus down on who that person is who it is that you're talking to imagine that they're there if it if it helps and you will get you know that what what you will produce will really super that audience that you're trying to reach
0: excellent yeah it's great brilliant well james thanks for your time today really appreciate it superstar you can find james on on linkedin you're very active on linkedin aren't you james is there anywhere else Um, i am can find you
1: well um twitter and i I say this with a slight grimace on my face because as we record this um it's a it's a friday morning and predictions are today's the day where actually like everything could completely fall to bits at twitter so it may not exist by the time that you listen to this uh, but yeah i'm on twitter at james Marriott double r double t um, and yeah find me on um linkedin and thank awesome. you for having me it's been a real pleasure
0: cheers james cheers really hope you found today's on the bright side podcast interesting and full of business to business advice if you like what you hear please head over to our linkedin page for more free content and feel free to connect with me robbie mcgregor or any of the my bright side team for the latest news advice or even a quick friendly chat Until next time, stay on the Bright Side.